Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app and then use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, and Mr. Vibes, Cody Del Mendo on a big, big day. This is the biggest day in the life of Cody Del Mendo. He's been working on this for a couple weeks. He's been thinking about it, planning it. He's been TikToking it. He's been Twittering it. We all have our shades on because we knew that Cody TikTok. was coming in with his Jordan 1s, lost and found, Ooh. Chicago version. Ooh, baby. Is this the biggest day in your shoe history? Oh, absolutely. I've never, I've never seen a guy with a smile like Cody came in today. Yeah. <laughs> he bounced in like Sammy did the hop after he hit a home run. <laughs> we Cody jumped in, hopped. We were, I was vibing when I came in. And I don't vibe much in November, considering it's cold. But today was a good day to vibe. And it's even a little cloudy. I'm surprised you wore those today because it is a little cloudy outside. No, no rain. No rain. So, you know. Ooh. But I definitely avoided the puddles. I was going to say, there has to be, like, I remember when we first launched. And there was still <laughs> snow on the ground. Yeah. I had a little nicer shoes. I would, like, wear shoes that I didn't care if I was walking in the snow. I'd have to bring a second pair. Like, yeah. put, put the nice yeah. Oh, I did backpack. the same thing. I right. remember, like, the first month or two after we yeah, launched. Yeah, still snow. Yeah. Well, this is big. Yeah. It's, it's as, as, as it gets colder and there's more snow, I know that I will probably not be wearing Jays because of that. And I, I share my car yeah. with my girlfriend now. So, like, she's going to be using my car more than I am. I mean, she has been for the last, like, five months. So, like, I'll be taking the train a lot. And I just don't want to carry more shoes. <laughs> ah. What what number pair of Jordans is this, and and do they rank number one? Because uh, I'd say, well, those are those might be the best ones I've ever one. seen. It was a big day uh, on what Friday or Saturday, whatever day it was. A couple of weeks ago, a couple right? Weeks ago, yeah, yeah, you won one. Uh, you had to win a, a raffle. I ran. A, I won the raffle on sneakers. Yes, uh, but uh, I don't know. I got like two shelves, so I would two say shelves. I, I have that, like at least. 10 to 12 at least. <laughs> wow, 12. <laughs> Look at the vibes on that guy just sitting there with the reflector shades and shady rays. He's having yeah, a good time. I'm decked out in Bulls gear today, and we're doing a Cubs podcast. So. All ready to roll. It's a good day to rep the Bulls, though. They had a big win last night. Not much happening for the Cubs, but the vibes are high here at the CHGO Cubs podcast because uh, I hear breaking news. There's breaking news. Do we have breaking news? There it is. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Cody's not the only one that won the Whoa. raffle. Whoa. No way. Whoa. Cody no. is not the only raffle winner, everybody. That's Whoa. right. MJ himself's got some shoes to unveil. Oh. Maverick style. No oh, way. I got to see these. No way. There is no way. Oh. These. <laughs> Wow. What you call Grandpa you, Stucky You won twos? Wow. Pow. <laughs> wow. Pow. What a moment. I thought, I thought you didn't win. I, I am just now learning oh, this. No. No, no, remember we were telling him, he's like, he's like, I never got the notification. Let me take like, off my albers. Let me take off my albers. Look at Nick over there drooling. I, I don't believe somebody this. Get, look at, somebody look get at a PJ towel to clean up the floor as Nick drools on my shoes. What is going on? That's right. Mr. Rogers. Unbelievable. All right. All right. That's so, so <laughs> look, look at me and stuck. Here's uh, the deal. You know what? I got these in the mail. I won them before you did. I just didn't want to tell you. Ah. Uh, so Stucky, Stucky called me to, to set this whole surprise up. He said, the shoes are so dumb. They didn't come with laces. I had to go to Dick's Sporting Goods to get laces. I said, they do come with they laces. They do come with They're laces. They're just they do. not I in the them. shoes. They're just not in the shoes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm walking back to the Wow. Oh, now my God. Who's got the best vibes? Here's the deal. My vibes are so in the pocket, you don't even know what to do with them. <laughs> we need that. We need that screen grab right there. Yeah, we're definitely, we definitely got to clip that. Oh, one. there you go. Mm, mm. I, I, am, <laughs> I, am, I am in shock right now. Are you like them, Nick? Do, do, are we? Are we do? Are, is this another oh, April? Oh yeah! Look at that, Stucky Shoe Locker. <laughs> is this? Is this another? Woo. Is this another April Fools like Contreras thing? No, like, look at did these. Did someone bad else boys. get these and they're letting you mm. use them for this moment? And ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you are on eBay and would like to bid on these Jordan ones for 
three, thick, four Thickmire. times the price. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Thickmire, yes. Uh, mm. Look at that. All right. Oh my God. Huh? Is That's ever, pretty impressive. Has if, there ever been a better vibe on this show than I, this right now? No. I'm just, I'm just glad I have my like Shady it. Rays because at no, least I have Shady Rays. is left out. I don't got the shoes. I got the lost and found. I don't got the shoes, but at least I have the Shady Rays. Yeah. Luke has the vibes today. What's the chat feel about this? I can't oh, read the chat because uh, Jim says, "Is it getting hard to come up with new topics each day?" Well, <laughs> Jim, it's so difficult that I just spent almost two hundred dollars on a pair of shoes just just to just for a bit. Just for one more just thing, just, just to knock Stucky's confidence down a peg. He he slacked me this morning and said, "Hey, if you're doing Cubs, call, give me a call." And he sent his number. Urgent. It was a, there was a typo. It was the wrong number. Luckily, I already had your number saved. You sent the wrong number. So I got the number wrong. That's classic. That's Listen, classic I, had the, I had the number wrong. I had the shoelaces thing wrong. Oh, man. But we got but the breaking news out. Look, wow. and, and look at this. I got the CHGO script to go with it. Yeah. You see what's happening there? Mm. I planned that out. Yeah, you did. Look at you. No doubt about Vibes it, are so in the pocket. I'm actually really impressed. <laughs> I am. Let me get that shot for I you. Look how flexible am. I am. Look right at us. There. Like, we should screenshot this and put it on the internet. Let's put him in front of Ryan's face because he didn't win him. Look at that. How you like those? <laughs> I'm doing the Maverick point. <laughs> put that on the internet. I yeah. expect to be tagged in at least four screenshots of that. There it is. Breaking news. What a moment. What a moment. Okay. Do, do we have the Bulls music again? I'd like to hear that one more time. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Where's, where's, Peck, where's Peck and where's Big Dave Peck? when you need them, Big man? Dave is going to have just a grabber when he sees this. He's not going to know what to do when he sees these. Right? Did you see Nick? He went out late. He cried on the way out. Yeah. yeah. He did get I, the 11s, though. The cherry ones. The 11s aren't the ones. They're not the ones. They're not the ones. They're not these. No, the ones are the best. This is it. This Forever. is the best pair you can own right yep. here. Yep. They were the most, they like, the most entries to try to get. I waited an over yeah. an hour like you did, and, and mine came across as a winner, and I didn't know how to tell Cody that I had won them <laughs> because the deal was you had to enter your size. And I didn't – in reality, what I was trying to do was get – Cody made me download this app. I said, how do I do it? I'm going to download the app. And I thought, I can double his chances. So I was going to put his shoe size in, but I forgot to ask him his shoe size. Then I go through this whole sneaker app thing, and they make you ask your size, like, and this was like minutes before it was going to go live. I'm like, I better just put mine in. I don't, I don't know what to do. I put them in, but they make you put your credit card in. So an hour later, these things were just in the mail. Like, I, I didn't have a chance to change out the size. Yeah. And then Cody said he wanted. I'm like, okay, well, now I, I've got to wear these. But now how do you walk in them so I don't crease them before I sell them? <laughs> I guess you just, yeah. <laughs> High knees. High knees. Get those high knees in. Man. <laughs> now you can't see them. Now you can. Just sell them for 400 bucks on StockX. Yeah. 400? Over 400, 400 bucks. bucks on StockX, yeah. That'll go down. Wild. That'll go down eventually. If you're in the chat, so. if you're yeah, in the well. chat and you wear a size 10, at me. <laughs> at Stucky. At me. I'm just going to wear They're not going to be. They're not going to be game worn. They're just going to be show worn <laughs> for today. <sighs> Okay. Never thought what? that was going to happen, did what? you? Yeah, Shout no, out to a... everyone who still remained here because we have not said anything about the Cubs yet. Oh, we did. We said it was a boring day other than the Jordans. No, here's the day. So I saw that. Did you see the article about Kevin Kiermeyer from uh, Ken Rosenthal dropped that Kiermeyer wants two years, $24 million. So let's talk about the possibilities for both first base and center field. Right, we know that Bellinger is the guy that offers you both of those mm -hmm. if you go and get them. I don't know what price he wants, but if this is the number for Kevin Kiermeyer, is it too much? And would you spend that if you're the Cubs? I don't. Go first. Now I know what Collada is going to say. <laughs> I don't think it's too much. Um, actually, I think that's a fine deal. Um, I don't think he's your number one. I think Cody Bellinger is the one you probably are looking for. Including the fact that he plays first base, also right. Um, but if you're going after Kevin Kiermeyer, I mean, two years, twenty-four million, like so at AAV of twelve million dollars a year, that's not bad, especially with how much room the Cubs have under the space this offseason, how much they will have next year too. Um, you need a you need a guy who plays center field at least for the first few months of this season, um, and then you know, 
say in, in, a, in a in a perfect world or even like a, a better scenario is Brendan Davis is ready to come up in a couple months. He does really well, takes over that center field job overall, like like right away. Then you got a, a veteran defensive first, um, you know, outfielder that can play all three outfield positions, can be like your fourth outfielder, and you have him for two years. And he's probably not a guy that needs to start every day anymore because you know he's a little on the older side. I, I think I think at that price, that's not a bad price. He's real good defensively. Yeah, right. Like he's real good defensively. I. So you assume that Bellinger is probably more than that for one year, right? Like it sounds like they may be going for a big one-year prove-it deal. Mm-hmm. Would you rather pay two for 24 for Kiermaier or would you rather pay one for 30 for a guy that really was not very good last year, but he has the highest ceiling? I don't and think he gives he's you the demand there's, there's, thirty million. Yeah, there's no All way right. So what, what what does he I want for one if, year? What was he going to get in arbitration? Like eighteen or I, no. I, I didn't mean thirty. I didn't mean th- fifteen or sixteen. Right? Like, okay. let's say it's half of this. Okay. Let's All say right. it's twenty. One year, twenty million. I would rather do Bellinger than Kiermaier. I th- I think in that sense you probably do. I I don't know. I kind of like the idea of trying to get like a mutual option for that second year mm-hmm. and seeing what happens. Um. But but I think at that price, yeah, you probably go for one, the one for twenty for Bellinger because it obviously doesn't disrupt what you're trying to do at center field in twenty twenty four, and it you know takes money off the books after a year. I at that price, I'd probably go Bellinger. He's he's gonna have a lot of suitors, so yeah. So you, you definitely would have to pounce quickly, and if if it's, if you have to go to a backup option. Kevin Kiermaier to a two at twenty four is not bad in my opinion. I think I actually like that I think deal. You- I think I'd rather overpay for Bellinger on a one-year 20 to 22 million is what I'd assume like he might get. I'd rather pay for that than two years of Kiermaier when we know what Kiermaier is. I think there's much higher upside for Bellinger. Mm-hmm. And again, PCA coming up 2024 most likely, like Kiermaier ain't going to block – or he ain't going to block PCA anyway. Right. So why would you want to overpay for someone like that? At least with Bellinger, there's upside. Like I don't think that's an overpay. Twelve million dollars this in, in this day and age in baseball with the way salaries and again older, how much though? how much like room. Doesn't, you know he's not going to hit. I mean, it's like the if, center field version of freaking Andrelton Simmons. Maybe no. probably better hitter, but like for sure, definitely, like, definitely a better, definitely hitter. better hitter. But still, like <laughs> you're get, you're bringing him in for defense, though. Dis- and like that's what they did with Andrew and Simmons. But the but the thing is with Kiermaier, you could just actually turn him into that, like you said. Like if the guys come up and do what they're supposed to do, Brandon Davis, PCA, yeah. Kiermaier could develop. That could be his role. And it's not, It's not again, a, an expensive a, one. Don't get me wrong. It would be expensive. But it's not a long term high AAV. It's like it's two. It's $12 million a year for the next two years. Like it's not for a team like the Cubs that doesn't break the bank. Like someone that's. I could agree. Be, who scored? Did USA score? There we go. Oh, I thought you USA were talking about USA. my Jordans. USA. All right, we just live. USA scored here. I thought everybody was raving about the Jordans. U.S. scored live uh, on this show. So anyone Stucky is vibing. Anyone <laughs> missing the USA game to watch this show, the U.S. just scored. I'm going to shoot those portraits. Nice. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, Kiermaier, right? I don't know. I like, I, I like the glove. Again, he can play all three outfield positions. So it's not like you have to go out and, and fill out the roster with a couple more outfielders, a couple on like another corner outfielder or something. You got a guy, <laughs> you're the Cubs, you can afford 12 million over two years. And then after 2024, yeah, sure. you're, you're done. Like it's over. I understand that. I understand that. You're, I mean, whatever. Jack's yelling at me. Cause I said that, why, why would you pay? He says, why would you pay Bellinger 20 million? It's like, again, one year and he's 27. It's not our money. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't personally and he can pay play some first base too. Like, I get it. I you can't. You're not banking on him to get back to MVP form, but I just think that there's. Mm-hmm. I think there's better. Like they sign Kier. <laughs> say they they sign Kiermaier instead. You're not really moving the needle, and I said that a lot yesterday. To me, you're not moving the needle with Kiermaier. I think you're moving the needle with Bellinger. Apparently, I don't we, think you. I don't think you are. I don't think. Well, if you're gonna say either. or at least people would know that, the name. At that position, like slightly at that position, neither is really a, a needle mover unless Cody Bellinger can live up to what he did three years ago, and that's a tough ask. 
Neither one is a re- is really a needle, but there's not. I think there's a, more likelihood that the needle is moved then. But what is what do you consider the 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 needle to be moved? Like, what does that mean to you? Like, the someone that can move the needle, Carlos Correa for sure, or any other shortstop really. Uh, you know, Carlos Rodon, Degrom, like those guys move the needle. There aren't a ton of guys that you bring in outside of those guys that are realistically move the needle for you. Like, Cody Bellinger is not going to win you many more games next year than Kevin Kiermaier would. You're gonna play better defense than any guy that the that the Cubs had out there last year. Well, sure. sure, but Kevin you Kiermaier. You say the same thing too. about Kiermaier. That's what I'm saying. Like, so those aren't really needle movers. Like those guys alone don't make you anywhere closer to playoff. Well, contenders. you got to wait for the rest of the offseason to play out, and then then I can answer that question to you. What's well, I'm trying to ask you? Like, what do you what do you think moving the needle means? And that's, 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 like, why, that's why, probably. Me, that's, I don't know what moving the needle. I'm, at, I'm asking you I'd what it means because why does ten guys? Why does sure. Cody Bellinger move the needle any more than Kevin Kiermaier? That's what uh, I'm trying to ask. Well, at least he's a former MVP. Sure, but that was three. It was, well, yeah, that was yeah, a long no, time I'm, ago. I'm just saying. I think if you if you put those two names out and you walked around Wrigleyville and you walked up to some drunk fans and you were like. <laughs> Who's Cody Bellinger? You'd get a higher percentage of people that oh, would know oh, who Cody Bellinger. Are we is. Gonna, you're going to draw more fans to Wrigley, probably. But does that make the team? Not, and does not Cody Bellinger make the team much him. better than Kevin Kiermaier? That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying no. to say. Like, what I don't think Cody Bellinger would move the needle any more than Kevin Kiermaier would, unless he can live up to. You know, he does have a higher ceiling, and I get that. But he hasn't reached that ceiling in three, All right, based three off years. What, based off what we know, then yes, you're correct that they're not much any different than. Like it really doesn't matter. You can take your pick. Fine. But if you could get Cody Bellinger for one year, I'd probably do that over yeah. Kevin Kiermaier. I guess I just don't want to give Kiermaier two years when you got a center fielder who just won a minor league gold glove in the waiting. And I get it. You can't bank on PCA. Like, the the project – like, what did Theo say? Development uh, is not linear. It's not yep. linear. Yep. I get it. Like, like, I, I think, get it. I think we're still kind of hoping that PCA is ready to go yeah. to start 2024. But that's not a given. Like, he could – you know, you get hurt. You get hurt. You get struggle yeah. all year. Like you could have and, a Brennan Davis type year. Yes. Yeah, so, so it could be. That's still not a given. So that's why I'm saying, like, even that second year for Kiermaier, you can't bank on prospects. But even just to have him as a you know, fourth, even maybe even fifth, fifth outfielder, that's just two years can, is fine. Back up. I'm fine. Right. With that. I'm, two I'm cool years, that. twenty-four. That's fine. I I just think that you, if you're going to spend twenty million on a defensive outfielder, why not just do it for one year instead of two years? And, 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 that, and if that's and I think Bellinger is going to get a one year deal because that's I think they that, that, I think Boris wants to reset his market for his value and hope that he gets back to whatever Kiermaier two years okay you're paying him twelve million next this coming season and the year after I don't know like if Boris what, was like, smart I, what's there's not really much difference I guess but. if Boris really got what he want he would do a two or three year deal for Bellinger with the player option with after opt, one uh, yeah. you know no. so if he's great. He gets his cash and walks yeah. away. If he's not great, he gets paid for three years. Now, LeBron contract. Jack Brown's asking, well, why does Bellinger's ability to play first matter? Because if you start filling the outfield with guys, with prospects that start coming up, you could move them over to first base, mm-hmm. which is a greater need at the moment, in my eyes. Yeah. Like, you still need a first baseman. Yeah. yeah. I think they're, I mean, I said it yesterday, you know, Mancini or Bell, but you also said, you know, or you guys basically said that. The Cubs don't necessarily need those guys when you can get Bellinger, who can play first, and he's a he's a good defensive player in general. And you also that's have, why I'd be willing to spend more money, right. yeah. for that bigger. And you contract. also have the defensive Pat, versatility for sure. You also have wisdom at first more. base. Yeah, who I mean, it's not like the greatest option out there, but you know, there's a that right at the end of the season, he played well there. Um, you know, I think David Ross wanted to move him over there, liked him at that position if he can handle it because they didn't really know what's going to happen with third base moving forward or, you know, what's going to happen with first base moving forward. So you got, like, if you put Bellinger in there, you got, like, a nice little three-man rotation of guys that can play first base. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also if, if the Cubs <laughs> don't go out and get don't go out and get another one of the first basemen, uh, you know, on the, on the market. Uh, Josh Bell, Trey Mancini. Again, remember I said yesterday, I don't know that the Cubs need them, but – you know, there's definitely still a possibility they go get them. Yeah. One of those guys. Uh, Candelario, one-year deal with the Nats. That didn't interest me anyway, so I don't care about that. Uh, <laughs> Cubs legend, though. Cubs, Cubs legend, yes. Yeah, he was the MLB doubles leader in 2021. <laughs> okay. Stucky. All right. Still he didn't fought, interest he, me. He replaced Nick Castellanos. What about... <laughs> for the Tigers. What go. about the... Judge is obviously the, the high ceiling for center field. Number two on the list is probably Brandon Nimmo. Yeah. Right, if 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 you were really spending money, Brandon Nimmo, and it sounds like uh, 
at the Jose Abreu press conference, the Astros have said they are willing to meet or go above and past the tax threshold. So they're not done spending after the Abreu deal, which was $60 million. Uh, Nimmo, 29, left-handed bat, leadoff, 433 slugging last year, 16 home runs. Uh, in a perfect world, is he your option in center field? Do you like, do you like, do you like spending? He'd probably be the highest ticket price, mm-hmm. right? Like, I would assume he's going to get the biggest deal out of that group because he's only 29. Right. He's, got, he's, gonna, he's the highest. He's the biggest target for center field, no doubt. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't think the Cubs are interested in him. And the only way that I think that they would get interested is if they did then trade Ian Happ. Um, mm. But I don't think they're going to trade Ian Happ and they're not trading Seiya Suzuki. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, it's I'm not that I wouldn't take boat. him. I just don't think the Cubs are interested. He hasn't been linked to the Cubs in any kind of rumor. But, yeah, he, he I do think that he'd be a good piece for this Cubs team, but I don't know. I I still like he is he, he isn't going to be cheap, that's for sure. So I you know I'd rather them spend the bulk of their money on on Correa or Turner, you know. But again, mm-hmm. Nimmo would be I would I'd be really surprised if the Cubs just swooped in and shocked us all. I wouldn't be mad about it. But then I'd have questions like, what are you going to do next? Because mm-hmm. then you're loaded with outfield, and you know this guy's going to demand a five year deal. So then you're like, okay, again, don't want to block PCA. Can't bank on him to also come up and just be great right away, though, at the same time, right? But you still have high hopes for him. Yeah. And you got Brennan Davis, too. And, again, I know yeah. he's you also can't bank on that- but like, there's just like I don't feel like the Cubs are interested in giving a contract to a center fielder for more than three years. It's, and yeah, he's yeah. wanting probably wanting he five He probably wants more. If you could convince him to take more money for less years – well, that's the thing. Is like you're probably gonna have to invest a few more years than what the Cubs are interested in, uh, and a little bit more money than what they want to spend at center field, um, which is why you know with all the rumors have guys like Cody Bellinger and Kevin Kiermaier in it. Brandon Nimmo, like you said, has not been linked to the Cubs as much or really no. at all that I've yeah. seen. Um, for all the reasons Cody just stated, like it just doesn't strike me as a deal the Cubs are interested in because they have, you know, the what their top like three. Uh, the top three prospects are outfielders, something like that, and like yeah. another two or three, depending on where you're looking. Like a lot of their top ten prospects are outfielders, um, and they have obviously a lot of money uh, invested into say Suzuki and right. They have Ian Happen left and yeah. may end up trying to extend him. There's just a lot of outfield depth in this organization that I, I just don't. Now, I don't if, buy. Well, I just don't buy that they want to go out and get another you know big money few more years and they want to give out kind of kind of deal for a guy like Brandon Nimmo who's good mm-hmm. but it just it would yeah. make sense if the Cubs were in win now mode you know what I mean like yeah, if yeah. they were a piece away from from when from being in World Series contention kind of like when they signed Hayward and, and Zobris right like so you mean 2024 sure yeah if if like there's more progression and they you know are in the wild card hunt next year yeah um because yeah. right now you don't really know who's going to be the leadoff guy for this Cubs team. And, like, if they – I'm just saying hypothetically, if they were in a better position to win the World Series next year, then Nimmo, to me, would be a guy that I'm like, okay, makes sense. But they're, it just, they're just, the team's just not in that yeah. position. Let's, so. let's be honest. Right now, we, the three of us here on the CHGO Cubs podcast, we've made a bigger splash in free agency than the Cubs have. We all got Shady Rays, True. and two out of three are wearing the new Jordan 1s. We've spent more than the Cubs have spent in free agency <laughs> at the moment. We got bigger vibes than the Cubs have at the moment. Yeah. So it's time for Jed to put on his Jordan 1s and throw on his Shady Rays and go into the big boy pool and mm-hmm. go get somebody at the winter meetings. Go do the, it. The discourse on social media yesterday was very, very wild. Once like, the Jose Abreu trade went down, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I don't even think people were upset that they didn't get Abreu. No, or they wouldn't they be were, mad at all were, if they had one of the shortstops. Yeah, like maybe they were. You know, just like, honestly, like I said at the end of yesterday's show, I was kind of like, I think I more people are just frustrated because the Cubs haven't done anything yet. They haven't done anything to really change their, 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 their to move the needle. Like I keep saying, right? 
But I also am seeing people who are like, I'm glad they're not spending money. They're not one move away from winning the World Series. And it's like, I don't, there has to be a line, right? Like there has to be a part of you that as a fan, you have to, you have to sit back and look at this Cubs roster right now. And yeah, I don't want them to go spend $500 million like the Rangers did last year on two shortstops. I don't want them to do that. I do want them to spend intelligently, like Jed says, but they also can't lose out on guys that are on the market because they don't want to go one more year or maybe because they don't want to go an extra $10 million for yeah. Jose Abreu. Like that's, that's the thing. And a lot of people are taking that as like, I want the Cubs to spend $5 million or $500 million uh, in this entire offseason. There has to be like a middling part for us fans, at least on the outlook. And like, that's all I care about. I was getting like reamed on Twitter yesterday yeah. because of basically saying that. And a lot of people took it as that I want the Cubs to spend $500 million. No, like, but at, at some point, yeah, you have to leave your, your comfort zone mm-hmm. if you want to be mm-hmm. great. That's what Corey that's, said. That's the bottom line. And yeah. that that's in life period. If you want to be great, you better leave your comfort zone at some point. Yeah. Well, that, if you just do what's comfortable, you know what you're going to be? Average or below average. What was that one quote? It was like if you rationalize every Sunday, you're going to finish third or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Freeman from, Andrew from, the, Freeman Dodgers from the Dodgers. Dodgers. Uh, yeah. uh, Corey has said the same thing a couple of weeks ago when he was in about like eventually you're going to have to pony up a little bit more to get the guy that you want. Uh, and this is the way I look at it in terms of, of Abreu. Um, you know, obviously the, the Sox gave him, or not Sox, the Astros gave him that three years, $60 million. Um, it seems like probably just more than the Cubs wanted to spend. And, and what you're talking about, are they going to have to do you know, maybe an extra year or spend more money for someone, for a guy they want? Yes. Was hey, was Jose Abreu the guy they needed to do that for? I don't, I don't see no. it. Carlos Correa, Sander Bogarts, Trey Turner, like – if they want one more year, like another twenty million AV, whatever, like not AV, but like another twenty million on a contract, if that's what it takes for the Cubs to do it, then you gave that you definitely give that more thought and, and probably a little more pressure on like okay, like this is a, probably a move they have to do that for to get their guy. Jose Abreu just didn't that didn't that didn't, didn't fall into that same category for me. I was like they needed to give that extra year or that extra however much money it was. Like they, now, they didn't need to when. Correa and Turner and Bogarts and Swanson sign, they're not with the Cubs, and you you learn how much they're getting paid in the years and all this, we as fans can sit here and speculate without really knowing. Like, we, like the moment we heard that Abreu got three years, I put in the slack yesterday. I was like, this is why they didn't do it. Yeah. Because it's just based off what we've seen over the last year and a half or two, right? When, when those four, if, again, if, one of those – those four don't go to the Cubs, and we look at those contracts and the money that they got, if we can sit here and be like and automatically guess or realize why that the Cubs didn't do this, it's probably going to be for the reason I just said, because they don't, they're not willing to just give that extra year or pay the extra $10 million or whatever it is. And that is going to be what's most frustrating for fans. And I don't blame them, and then I won't blame them for being – pessimistic like Michael Collada is in the chat every day and anyone else. He had a good comment today. He said something about um, you know, the Astros needed a first baseman. They went and got him. For us, it has to be the right deal or the perfect fit. And, you know, we don't know that the Cubs are exactly saying that, but it does feel that way sometimes, right? Like like we're, we're always trying to put the perfect circle into the perfect circle hole and then the perfect square and the perfect square. Sometimes it doesn't always fit just the right way, but it doesn't mean you're not adding good players. And so they have enough holes on this team. They're going to have to be uncomfortable with some of the deals they give some guys right? at some point because there aren't enough prospects to take all those spots at this point. Right, and and it kind of goes back to what I said at the end of yesterday's show. Like, yeah, the Cubs gave fair market deals to to Rizzo, and and it looked like they were going to get the bias thing done, then the – pandemic came in yeah in hindsight it looks like yeah it's probably the right moves but if you're going to trade all those guys and not have someone here you're gonna have to pay for other guys and like that's that's kind of the point I was trying to make is like you did this to yourself now fix it because again they set the standard they set the standard they said we're gonna be competing year in and year out at least for the division and 
Last year was unacceptable. I don't care if you want to call it a rebuild year or whatever. We did. we had no expectations. It's still unacceptable from what the front office has told us and ownership has told us over the years during the golden era. We were, we've been told that they're going to be in it year in and year out. So, and again, Jed said this wasn't going to be 2012, 2013, 2014 like, all right? I get, I, you know, I got over the fact that yet last year was a complete wash and just, it was what it was. I got over it, but I'm going to be extremely more critical of this mm-hmm. team if this offseason goes like last offseasons did. If they don't sign one of the shortstops and Cubs convention comes around, they're going to need to cancel it. Yeah. That, that's, that's the truth. Like, if they don't get one of the big boys yeah. by the time the Cubs convention rolls around and they're all gone... Man, I'd cancel that like the White Sox just, faster than you can eat. Like. Just don't, just don't do the those the town hall. No, <laughs> I wouldn't do any of it. Be out the schedule. I wouldn't do Rick any of it. Ricketts ain't gonna show up. No, no. That's uh, why no I st- that's why I'm still optimistic it's happening. And <laughs> yeah. you know that's why I was optimistic that my Jordan ones would come through. And I sat there for an hour waiting, 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 waiting. I was rewarded, just like I'm gonna be rewarded with hopefully some Green Ridge Farm this weekend because oh, yeah. oh Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all natural option. Makers of all natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks, perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches. Their all natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours. Sixteen grams of protein per stick, a perfect post workout snack for those of you that just hit bench press highs of all time. 265, 265. Yeah, 265 <laughs> pounds. That's two plates and two tens on each side in case, you, in case you're wondering. Okay. Uh, <laughs> meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, flavors like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. Haven't tried them yet. You don't know what you're missing. Delicious because they're made from recipes that are generations in the making. And being all natural, they deliver a fresh, flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco, Sam's Club, or your Chicagoland grocery store. So right now, when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com, include a pack of meat sticks in your cart. Those meat sticks will be free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. Green Ridge Farm, simply natural meat. Guys, uh, Illinois and Syracuse play tonight at the State Farm Center in Champaign. And, like, if I didn't have to come in studio today, I probably would have drove down to Champaign tonight and then logged on to game time to get uh, my yeah. last-minute tickets because I'd love to go into State Farm Center tonight and boo the living crap out of Jim Beheim and then just completely slander anything that has to do with the 2-3 zone. Uh, <laughs> game time. 2-3 zone is stupid. It is stupid, right? I hate it. I hate the 2-3 zone. Soft, just like Syracuse. Game time. It's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop. Yeah, what size are you, Stucky? Ten. Ten. All right. Ten. Uh, size ten. Near, near Start in, making your bids. Never dreamed of sitting in a seat. You <laughs> never thought you could. Fifty yard line courtside at Illinois Syracuse, perhaps behind home plate, floor seats at a concert. It's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last minute price drops can be found I don't, I don't, on the I don't seats. Want to you thought you could side. never buy. Stucky's not going to do that for his shoes, but you can do that on Game Time. You won't find a better deal this season on. Illini tickets, Bulls tickets, Blackhawks tickets, definitely Bears tickets. Um, Created by the fans for the fans, guarantees the lowest price. If you love CHGO, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description on YouTube or in the podcast description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and scored the best seats. (laughs) <laughs> to all your favorite events, and Stucky has taken the shoes off, so his his Just feet me are and my two best friends, near and ass, Michael and Jeffrey, near and ass. He said he would take them, uh, but I think he wants to pay on layaway. No, he said that earlier. Layaway. He said he, he said that earlier. Whatever I paid, they're going at least double if I'm selling them. Otherwise, yeah. you saw what kind of vibe I had with these on. That's fair. Like I, I am see, leaning uh, towards keeping them now that I've had them on. Cody, my feet. you know, you know what I was thinking about? They're more comfortable than you're I talking thought. Talking about game time, but we. I sent you that thing the other day that um, one of the predictions for the Music City Bowl in Nashville on New Year's Eve is Mizzou, Illinois. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great game to go to. Stucky. I'm actually down. If I'll it, be down. If it Stucky, does you could join if you, if you would like. Texas, nah, Illinois. I, mean, I just stay home with my Jordans. Texas and Illinois <laughs> play in what, like a week or two? I think it's next Monday 
in Madison Square Garden to kick off the Jimmy V Memorial. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Texas, number two in the country. Oh, wow. Mm, and they beat really? Gonzaga. Alabama just beat North Carolina, didn't they? They did. It took four overtimes. Yep. Valpo oh. ranked this year? Valpo, Valpo's not ranked. Valpo's not ever. ranked, Stucky. Uh, Bryce Drew's not coming Bryce, back. Bryce Drew walks through that door. <laughs> uh, hey, we got the big tailgate coming up on Sunday. I will not be wearing my Jordans, so don't I will not try be wearing to show my up Jordans and take either. my Jordans. Uh, I'll but, probably be wearing Jordans, but not these. Listen, mm-hmm. Bears-Packers. The deal is still there, allchgo.com. We have a great time, no matter the outcome of the game, whether you have tickets to the game. Maybe you'll get the tickets on the Game Time app. But make sure you go to allchgo.com. Get the tickets now. Of course, if you got diehard status, you're getting 20% off that. So a diehard status, I think, is a great holiday gift because it gets you 20% off our merch all the time. It gets you 20% off our Mm -hmm. activities and events and all that stuff all the time, not to mention the content of Ryan's that is behind the wall. Now a lot of it we've opened up so you can read it, but there's still there stuff be that's stuff. behind the wall that will certainly be worth it. And he's heading to the uh, winter meetings this weekend. So I would there think maybe a few of those could potentially oh, yeah. be behind the paywall. So oh, yeah. give the gift that keeps on giving the whole year round and you won't miss a single thing. You also get you know access to, to those uh, happy hours. We had the them happy last hours. week. With, We're gonna have with, a Cubs one soon. Yeah, well, yeah, last week with Adam Hogue and Corey Wooten, and there's gonna be a Bulls one soon, I believe. Yeah, I thought about saving these for the first happy hour, and then Cody announced on TikTok and Twitter that he was wearing them. Like, well, the only thing better than one set of Jordan ones on set would be it's two, two pair. Okay. <laughs> I need you to put them up to your ears like they're a phone. <laughs> This is unbelievable. We are all so blessed By the way, to the, get to know Luke. The, the <laughs> smell of this leather. Steve. The smell of this leather, this is how you know they're good leather. That's no, fresh we, we leather didn't right do, there. That's not, that's not cheap leather. This isn't like... This you, is, you didn't like, lick the bottom of the sole. Did you do no, that? they've been on the no, floor here. No. No, no, I don't. Apparently people so, do that when they take them out of the box for the first time. So I, I, I did have plans early on for a big reveal on these though i really did i was going to get i was going to get the the floor at the united center put down one day and i was going to walk in and have the jordan intro play out and do my first ever tiktok <laughs> and i was going to present it to cody that way and then my second idea was benny the bull coming in here blowing off streamers one day <laughs> in the middle of the show and presenting me the jordans but cody ruined it by deciding he was going to wear them today and i said well maybe this is the day they get correa benny the bull is also <laughs> a little busy i would, I would think. do it Okay. Then he would do it. Uh, all right. So Jesse Rogers, Ryan saw, talked about the shortstops. We love Jesse. He's not always the most positive uh, Cubs reporter out there. You know, mm-hmm. he, he'll, he'll tell you the, the down and dirty side of the way things are going. He doesn't believe they're getting one of the big shortstops. Believes they're going to spend more like Collada money than big money. Although when he did the ESPN picks, he did say it's either who was the other team that he said for Bogarts. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Anyways, he had one of two teams getting Bogarts, and he had the Cubs as a fifty-fifty shot at Bogarts. Uh, yeah, the it was uh, the Cubs and Giants. I think, Giants. I think the Giants yeah. were the other team. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do we have that? Uh, clip of Jesse talking about that. It's it's a little chance. longer. It's, in the, it's a little long. Um, you want to give us the gist of it? It is a little longer. Um, you it's know, in the Slack, Joey, just in case. Yeah, well, if Joey wants to put it up there, I, I do know. Let's well, Ryan. Uh, you know, give the give. The yeah, let's hear the things. summary of it. Well, the the main thing that I took away from it um, is you know again the the Cubs are just involved in rumors and, and coming from all corners of like who they're involved with, who's most likely, who's the favorite, whatever. Um, and Jesse, one of the things he did say was that. He's hearing more um, Turner and Bogarts. I think it was Turner and Bogarts. I thought you said Turner and Swanson. I'm pretty sure it's Turner and Bo. Turner, Turner and Swanson. Yeah, you may Turner be Turner right. and Swanson. Yeah. Um, Again, I'm still fine with that. Uh, th- but that's just like I a, love Turner. I think Turner be Turner's probably number one on a lot of people. I'm list. I'm as much Turner as I am Correa. Yeah. To be honest with you. So that, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> it's on MLB Network, by the way. It's on MLB Network. Uh, the clip was posted um, earlier today. Um, but again, 
that's just like another thing where it's like you know John Morosi keeps pushing the the Cubs and Carlos Correa. Yeah, you know, there's rumors that there's you know, the Cubs. Yeah, like you said, Cubs aren't going to get anyone, or Cubs are more interested in you know Bogarts, and it, it just keeps. I don't know. It just keeps messing with like like or makes me realize like how just messed up and and free agency is and how like no one really knows anything like no one really knows what anyone's plan is except for obviously the people I, I, jed jed and carter and whoever else is in that group of, of making these decisions those are the only ones that really know what's going on but even then they don't know what the players are thinking they don't know you know w- w- what is gonna you know secure a player to want to come to chicago um, because because all the players are different too, and what they what they desire and what they think are they're all different for each all four of those guys. So I don't know. It just keeps making it seem like we, something's you know gonna happen, and we're not gonna be ready for it because it we, have, be. we have no idea. We have we really have no idea what is gonna happen in free agency right now. No, especially when the short stops. Aaron says I get four twenty nine on these shoes. By the way, now that's starting to look attractive to me. I wonder if Collada would pony up for these. No, he said Since that's a waste of money. Well, he's he's out there spending Ricketts money. He won't spend his money on a pair of... It'll be a Cubs convention, giving Tom a piece of his mind. <laughs> I'm I also, it, it was Swanson and Turner, by the way. I also love Michael Collada's last comment, but I'm not going to read it. But I just want him to know that I like his comment. I don't encourage anger or picking on anybody, but Joel has a funny... Comment, he says, Jesse Rogers eats Raisin Bran for breakfast. These reports suck. <laughs> Joel's always coming in with the fire yeah. comments. He he leaves some of the most funny comments that we get. He told you to lick the leather and show your commitment to the sneakerhead no, no, community. No, because if I sell them, no, I don't want somebody saying that the shoes have been licked. <laughs> show your loyalty to the sneakerhead community, Stuck. Come on now. No, no. Uh, I might do well, anyway, talk. as far as... You know what they're what he said on MLB Network about the stuff related to Swanson and Turner. I mean, it's it just goes back to more of the what I've kind of said in terms of. I just think winter meetings are where all four of these guys are going to go, and uh, or we're going to learn where all four of these guys are going to go. So maybe I have a better idea of that. Yeah, I'm, I, but I'm I don't know at this point. You you want something less exciting? Uh, was the MLB article? That you found from <laughs> Mike Petrillo, or yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Sorry, Mike Petrillo. Sure. Petrillo. There you go. Uh, he says relievers uh, that could make a difference: Chris Martin and Shelby Miller. Now, if the Cubs sign either one of those guys and don't make a big move, set off the air raid sirens mm-hmm. over at Soldier Field. Set them off and let let the Cubs fans loose because, listen, they might make a difference. They also might be absolutely nothing. Like it's not you're like talking about flyers. Even... I'd rather take a flyer on Cody Bellinger than I would Shelby Miller this oh, season. Oh, for sure. I, I only Estevez. threw that in the Slack <laughs> yeah, channel sorry. because the Charlie Cubs Schell. are known for taking flyers on relievers, they are. and they have all like majority of them have worked out. So we've talked about the pitch lab. Chris Martin was on that list. Uh, there was another guy in there that he said that he could see him being as a high leverage like closer. I know the Cubs need a closer. Anyway. I when I look at it is is kind of what you said even like preseason no, before twenty twenty two. It's like you don't really worry about the Cubs filling out their, their bullpen anymore because they've proven they do a pretty good job of it. Yeah. Like they don't need to go out and spend a lot of money on like obviously Edwin Diaz is off the market, but like that type of reliever because they went out and gave David Robertson peanuts and he like was one of the best closers in baseball for a while. Like he, I want to hope that the Cubs can develop their own closer, like Jeremiah Estrada. That's the whole thing. Like Brandon Hughes, Brandon Hughes developed into a pretty solid. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was just taking a selfie with my Jordans. Stucky is on one today. Taking a selfie with my Jordans. Going overboard. Um, (laughs) Brandon Hughes developed into a pretty solid, you know, back end reliever, and you want to see that. I mean, that was a very small sample size, so you want to see it Mm -hmm. um, moving forward, obviously. But I don't. You know, the Cubs don't need to. That's a priority, obviously, and that's on the off-season to-do list is, is signing some, you know, veteran relievers, you know, high-end or uh, back-end guys, you know, seventh, eighth-inning guys, whatever. Um, but I, it's also not like 
it's kind of like where first base was for me. It's like it's not as high on the priority list this offseason as other things because they're <laughs> going to the bottom of the list. They're going to do it and they're probably going to do it well. And it may not they might not find as many diamonds in the roughs as they had in, in the last couple of years, but they'll, they'll they'll have at least one one good cheap signing that turns out pretty well. That, that that's I think the confidence you have in the Cubs developing, you know, solid bullpens over the last few years. I think that's what that's where we're at now is we don't really have to worry about that. Uh, Joel, the sneakers might not leave Arlington Heights. Uh, they felt very <laughs> Joel, comfortable. Joel had an absolutely out-of-pocket comment about something about sneakers. I'm oh, not, Joel. not even going to – I don't even know what that means. Joel, I know, what, I know what he's saying. but I know what he's saying. I just – I don't know what he means by that. Colada says, he's, okay, he's Luke, I go value. camping in January, and I need more shoes for the mud, $20. <laughs> what? What? Don't disrespect the greatest athlete of all time. These are the Jordan ones, Kalata. If you're gonna if you're gonna spend like Ricketts, you got this is where you spend. And you can't just spend, you gotta be lucky enough to win the lottery first. <laughs> right now, Liren's Niren is winning the lottery if he ponies up a little bit more than four twenty nine. <laughs> just a little bit Come more. Come on. Just a little bit more. Um, by the way, place where you can get some really cool merch is FOCO. Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams. Now get fitted in the best sports gear around. FOCO's got you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, north side, south side, hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Get decked out like tomorrow with apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and collectibles, FOCO. Looking for that perfect holiday gift for the football fan in your life? FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight the Lake Michigan breeze. Check out FOCO.com. Or click the link in the description below for all those non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for ten percent off. Oh, was it me? Uh, um, Town Cornhole. Shytown? So Ryan was distracted by my shoes. He paused for a second. <laughs> yeah, uh, Shytown Custom Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for Chicago land and Illinois since two thousand seven. Our signature box style designs can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted. Uh, Chi-Town Cornhole boards come with built-in drink holders, recessed in on the back, LEDs that light up the hole, and exterior handles for easy carrying and handcrafted scorekeepers. Like those, those the ones that we have from Chi-Town Cornhole, the, we have two sets of them, the LED lights and stuff like that. They're really cool. They're yeah. super cool. Like when you, they, you put the LED lights on there, I've never seen cooler, you know, cornhole boards. I, I say bags, but you know, whatever. We'll, 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 we know what you mean. We'll, we'll go cornhole boards because that's what they that's what they go with, and you know they took care of us, got us some really cool stuff. So we're going with cornhole for now. Chi Town Cornhole is veteran owned and operated. Uh, they can ship anywhere, and they offer local pickups. They specialize in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event, wedding gifts, and gifts for all occasions, and especially for tailgaters and backyard barbecues. Go check out their website, ChiTownCornhole.com, and make sure to follow them on Instagram at Chi-Town Custom Cornhole Boars. Really cool stuff. They do great work. You need you need a, a bag set for your next tailgate or you're having a party at your, in your backyard, you're doing a barbecue, you need some boards, Chi-Town Cornhole has got you covered. Very nice. Uh, yeah, they are great boards. The LED lights are what really make them special. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's what really sets them apart. Yeah. Um, by the way, on the on the Jordan ones that I want, I've heard that the box is worth a little something because it's the what do they call that? Uh, lost and found. So even yeah. the box is specialized. It's got special the paper paper in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Uh, but Cody, you had some like sales slip from some store. It should be in that box, too. You think it's in there? It should be, yeah. Luke, probably. you didn't even find the laces. You, well, I'm sure right. they're I in there. I, I didn't think yeah. I, I got to go you, back to Dick's Sporting Goods. You struggled. Um, I got to go back to Dick's Sporting Goods. Luke, you might know this place. Sean said he'd trade the Jordans for a month of free meals at Javier's in Arlington Heights. Oh, it is in there. Okay. <laughs> He's not paying attention to anything <laughs> you just said. Uh, I've been to Javier's. I know Javier's. I know them pretty well. We know yeah, the, uh, my family knows the owners. Really good Mexican food, Northwest Highway. Yep. Great mm. fajitas, by the way. I like their fajitas. Fantastic. A lot. Ryan, what's your favorite thing at Javier's if I ever go? When I, mean, I go. Everything's good. Yeah, like he said, fajitas are really good. Tacos fajitas. are really good. Yeah. Whatever whatever you enjoy, they'll have good of it there. So okay. I should drop your name next time I'm in? Maybe my dad's name. All right. Maybe. You heard it here, folks. I'm you, waiting. Who just, I'm waiting for the who made that comments crew to invite. Me to Arlington Heights, Sean, to go to Harvey. Sean, drop Ryan Herrera's anywhere, name next honestly, time you're there. I'm I mean, told I it's live, such a great I spot. Live close enough to walk there. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, nice and close to Javier's. Yeah, on the other side, you got Egg Harbor Cafe. You get those cinnamon oh, roll, that was pretty, that's cinnamon pretty good roll pancakes. That's some really <laughs> no, good cinnamon roll French right toast. CHGO yeah. Food Podcast is back, baby. There's some, there's some good food. Got me all hungry. And I'm starving. If I keep eating the way I ate at Thanksgiving, these Jordans aren't going to fit on my feet much longer. <laughs> Just swelling up with all the salt I've been eating. The, they have cankles. The, the carbs are going straight to Stucky's feet. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> they really are. Uh, hey, we should finally get this done. It's 2.15. We've waited since uh, maybe like October 1st. Our David Ross Report cards. I think it. I think we made. Let's them. wrap it up with the. We David made Ross them right reports. before hey, yeah. free agency opened. They it's were made like on November 9th. November yeah, 9th. It's been a while. Almost. We've had month. so much to talk about that somehow we didn't need the David Ross you report cards. Were, where were you when we did the David Ross grades? That's what we'll be saying, and I don't know. I, I'll tell you what I was wearing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Jordan one. Same. Chicago lost and found. Who wants to go first? Well, I don't remember I don't what I remember I don't remember what, what I, I gave him. So yeah. All well, right, we'll go Ryan first. All right. I can remember. Uh, yeah, November. I gave him a B. Um, <laughs> you did give him a B. I gave, gave him a B. B. Yeah, right. I totally did that. Yeah, so I gave him early a B. November. Who remembers uh, that? And now that I'm like, I'm trying to remember. I'm thinking back to it. Um, it let was, me see. Let me see what you guys so you know so Luke and Cody can prepare and, and know. Luke also gave him a B. Well, so you're, okay. you're giving them okay. time. To yeah, repair, but I'm also giving you cup. this time right now. You should yeah, be. You're, that's right. That's true. It's because right. he's the young one. He's Cody gave young. him. Cody, that's Cody harsh, gave him a right. C plus. So B B C plus. Um, I think it was. I think he did a you know fine job for what he had. I mean, he didn't have a roster to win many games. Like they weren't making the playoffs this year unless everything went right. They didn't. Like he didn't have the depth to work with. He didn't have. You know, especially after the trade deadline, the bullpen was tough, um, and and it's tough to you know, it's tough to crit, critique his managing again in a in a season when the yes. roster is just not great. It's not built to win, um, and you, you you obviously knock him for like that ten game losing streak in May. Well, I think it was in May. Like you still let the team lose ten games. Like you didn't you managers. I don't know. How, it's tough to quantify how much of a role they have and stuff like that. But the team still lost 10 games in a row under your watch. Mm-hmm. Like, so that obviously isn't good. And I think they had like another nine game losing streak at one point. Um, like they were, they were on pace to lose at or at or above a hundred games um, for a good chunk of the season. Like there was, there was a, a good part of that where that seemed like a genuine possibility. And I, I think that second half obviously was great. Um, he lost, three big bullpen pieces, four big bullpen pieces, um, and was able to kind of fill that back out after after a couple weeks of figuring it out. They played a lot better. Obviously, the second-half record was great. Well, not great, but, you know, it was it was, it was in the upper tier of second-half records. Um, you know, I don't know how much stock you put in that but because you need to see that continue to next season. But Oh, sorry. Oh my, you're getting obsessed. Another, getting another you're not even going to keep shot. them. Stucky oh has God. literally been on um, this yeah, entire I, show. It's just it, it's tough to give him less than like a B because he he again I think he did fine for what he what he was given. Yeah, it just it just maybe it could have been like a B minus C plus. I don't think I think that C plus to B range is all pretty similar because it just depends how much stock he put into what what he did as a manager, but also like how you felt about the roster. Yeah. Well, okay, so I went C plus. Luke, unless you want to go, unless no, you have anything. No, go ahead. Okay, no, I, go so ahead. I went C plus, and I understand that's a little harsh. Even Kalata's given, given uh, David Ross a B, which is, you know. Wow. Everybody gets a B. He says CHGO Cubs all-star team needs the all-star man. Yeah, right? No, I go C plus because, you know, as much as you can't blame him for how the roster is constructed and all this and that, the amount of times the guy – led Rafael Ortega off. The amount of times the guy put VR in the lineup, the amount of times he put this guy or that guy in the lineup, and, like, they were clearly struggling, they weren't doing well, and there were other options, even on the active I just, roster, I think. I just get the feeling that it was it had more to do with, like, okay, you're, you know, try to trade these guys at the trade deadline, build them up if they have, like, hell, if Rafael Ortega after June, that run he had, I think it was June, and if they would have traded him right then, Yes. He would have. He would actually had like some value, or if he but would then, have continued it. Yeah, but then that July tanked his value, of course, and right. so there was really nothing to right. trade. But if he, if they would have been like, all right, trade Rafael Ortega after he had a great month of June, he was hitting righties like he needed to, and there's probably a team out there 
that if that was a tra- if that was leading up to the trade deadline, there's probably a team up there like, oh man, we need a left-handed bat that can hit righties. That that's that's where I get the feeling is like the frustration over playing these guys is like I I get the feeling that it was to try to build some trade value. Then obviously when there wasn't anything, they DFA'd Simmons, they DFA'd VR. Mm-hmm. Like they finally and maybe that took a little too long, but they finally like figured out like okay we're not going to get anything for these guys i get it like it's hard like how much can you blame the manager for that whatever but i don't know to me like that's kind of like the one thing i can and it isn't even just with those guys i think there's other guys that he is given belief in for too long i mean hell he straight up admitted that he's he was playing jason hayward for respect or whatever and it's like dude you were on a you're managing a rebuilding team and we got to see if these guys are gonna are anything for next year's team. Like, I mean, we still learned it though. They they straight up like I think they put Hayward on the IL or whatever just so David Ross didn't play him. Like, like it, I don't know. It's like those like that's the main thing that kind of scares me about him. Again, I like that he's the manager. I'm happy he's the manager. He gets the guys up to play for him, even when the team is down and out and there's nothing to play for. I mean, the way they played in the second half. Behind him was awesome. But the one thing for sure that, like, gives me any kind of worry going into 2023 with him is that he will he will latch on to certain guys and mm. will let that leash go longer than I think. We'll that, find that, out. Like, we'll find think out. that he should. I don't know because Hayward is a little different story. Now the only guy left on the team that he's played with was Kyle Hendricks, and he can't play Kyle Hendricks every day. So right. it's just like well, – I, I, I mean, even I, I, Jed I went know. on 670 the score whenever we were all sitting here talking about why is Hayward playing every day? And even in and, and, and well, Jed straight up was like, yeah, I don't know why he's playing every day. Well, that, you know, it's over. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't. But I that goes, what, I, that, that's, that's, I just that think goes into a, my grade. To see. That goes into your grade. That goes okay. into my grade. That's fair. All but, right. but I would say you said it scares you. I'm not scared of that. Okay, I'm not scared of that because because he's gone now. Like it's like that, that well, chapter it, is over. There's going much. to be other players, whoever they are, and like if. But those aren't kind my of, thing. Is uh, is like if you bring it some guys in that are veterans and they're struggling during a certain part of the season, and it's like, but you continue to play them consistently. You got to like to me. You have to like shake it up. Yeah, but I think the one thing he said out of that that was that video with uh, you know our friend of the program Eugene McIntosh. Was I was it was loyalty? It wasn't like yeah, loyalty, it was loyalty. Who who are they, who are they going to bring in that he's loyal to anymore? Like it, there's no, I mean, it doesn't I, it I, doesn't I get, exist. They're all gone. That's what I'm saying. I get the thing with Hayward and, and like as much as that frustrated people. I got it because this is a guy he knew since Hayward was a rookie. Had played you know in Atlanta, played with the Cubs, managed him for a few years on the Cubs, like, and it wasn't impacting different. a playoff run. No, that's, it wasn't that, impacting a team that could make that. The playoffs. That is they a different story. Right. That is a different story, and I don't think there's going to be any type of like loyalty thing that's going to affect the way he manages the team. Moving I forward. can't I believe don't. I'm going to say this. I agree with Michael Collada in some ways, not with the wording that he uses. Uh, he says <laughs> the garbage on the field, they never stopped trying to win and playing hard. They did play hard. I don't believe they had major league talent at multiple positions, multiple times, yeah. uh, multiple days a week. Yeah. Right. Like, so, and, and I think Tom's, uh, comment in the chat is also right on he said the only david ross grade that matters will start next year but i and i, I do i do i went b because a he didn't have the talent b they played hard and c they went on a pretty good stretch after they dumped their entire bullpen mm-hmm. yeah and and some of the young guys really did develop whether or not he gets credit for that or the organization gets credit for that i don't know i'm just saying under his watch we have now seen Nico Horner greatly improve, right? We, we, we've seen it. We've seen Morrell come out of the farm system. We've seen Steele and Thompson improve. So mm-hmm. I'll give them a B, and it probably doesn't even matter this year because, as Tom says, it really starts next year. That is, of course, if they sign some free agents this offseason. Right. Again, uh, I, I, maybe, I don't know. I still don't feel bad about my C+, plus, but... It's no, not the worst I, grade. I, a C, a C would have been fine. It's a passing grade. Well, yeah. and he was it was average. That, well, that's what I said. It's like I, the C plus to B range for this didn't feel like a like I could have given him a B minus. Like maybe C plus, I wouldn't have gone that low. But I mean, it's not like that. That range is very like similar in my opinion. Like as far as it just depended on what you, like what you took stock in for him as a manager. If you critiqued him for things that 
realistically shouldn't have been critiqued this year because it just wasn't like like when when people would get mad at his like bullpen decisions or anything like that. It's like sometimes it's like, well, what were they gonna do? Like, yeah. were they were, <laughs> they weren't gonna win anything, so this one game didn't you know really matter in the long run. Fair, that's fine. Uh, I just I guess I'm 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 hopeful for next year with them. But yeah, again, it has it hasn't been perfect. You're I get I get it. the roster, I get it, but I don't know. It's yeah. I do think the if culture. you put it, if you put together a, a winning roster and you see a lot of the same things I just said next year, then I think it justifies. Yeah, that, yes. That's that's when that's Agreed. what you know. The thing was that, that Tom said is like next year's grade is the only one that matters. Is like if they have a team that can make a playoff push and they struggle, yeah, then you start being like, well, what's going on? Right. So, we'll see. Yeah. We'll find out. Hopefully, something happens tomorrow. It probably won't be as big as our Jordan reveal today, but uh, <laughs> we will be back here live. Corey Freeman. Let me do it again for you. <laughs> the rise out of the darkness. This, the oh C- CHGO Bulls podcast. By the way, that, look, at like... the, look at the power and strength in those quads. <laughs> to hold that, that still. Um Anyways, it's free we'll be to be tomorrow. friends with Luke again, Stockmeyer. Again, unbelievable. You can you can bid on these on eBay. I'll be keeping you guys posted on that. He's gonna tweet the link. Show out. worn. They're gonna be called. <laughs> Not worn, but podcast worn. Podcast uh, worn. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings. If there's breaking news, we will have another emergency podcast before the next one, which is coming up on Wednesday. Corey Friedman will join us in studio, and we'll see if he won the Jordan Shoe Lottery. All I know is I did, and my vibes are in the pocket. So are mine. Look at those. Fly the W.